Thanks, Sarah and Aaron for leading us in worship. And it's good to be here today and looking forward to, uh, to being able to share with you some things uh, that uh, uh, God's laid on my heart. Uh, Brother Jeff uh, is, is uh, being a granddaddy today, uh, a parent dedication. So just remember them in prayer as he uh, is able to do that. And uh, so it's my privilege to be able to be here. So let's join together in prayer as we begin. Uh, Father God, we just thank you so much for this day, uh, just the way you show your love to us, uh, just the, the many blessings that you offer up to us uh, as your uh, followers and uh, your children, Father. We just uh, we thank you for this beautiful, uh, uh, crisp morning that we can come together to worship you, and we pray that our focus will be on you uh, and all the different things that you uh, uh, bless us with. And Father, we love you, and we praise you, and we give this time over to you. In your name I pray, amen. Uh, a few, a few, several weeks ago, I had the opportunity to to, to share with you guys, and <clears throat> I told a, a couple stories about a guy who was an influence on my life, uh, a guy named uh, Roy Bucklew, who was a, a, a former pastor, uh, interim pastor actually, that was just one of those guys that was a real encourager. Uh, if you remember, uh, for those who were here, uh, he was the one that always said "Wow," and he had the "Wow" stickers that he stuck on people all the time, and. Uh, I ordered some of those stickers, and some of you had gotten them uh, through the uh, through that time because I was passing some of those around. Uh, just uh, and he uh, he made a real difference uh, in my life. And well, as I began to think about this week about things to share, uh, <clears throat> the word encouragement just kept coming up again. <clears throat> and so uh, as uh, as we talked about him, and uh, during that time. Uh, really kind of compared him to, to Barnabas in, uh, in the scripture about how Barnabas was such an encourager uh, for, for people. But today, I wanted to kind of look at uh, Christian encouragement maybe in a, in a little different way as we, uh, as we share. I have a, a, a young man that's uh, just a, uh, one of those uh, guys that have been in a, a relationship in my life for a few years, and it's kind of interesting relationship. He came to, came to Parkway some, uh, he uh, visited, uh, he, came, got, he came to our college ministry a few times, and uh, he's one of those guys, I don't know if you've ever met him, uh, those people that, uh, I mean, his uh, glass is not half full, uh, his glass is overflowingly full. Uh, even as a, as a young college student, he was constantly encouraging. And, 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 I, and Jan and I have talked about him a lot. I, you know, we really didn't realize what an impact uh, we had on his life until after he left. And uh, he began to... Uh, to text and he began to call and uh, uh, many many times would be sitting there and my phone ring I look down and there's Jonathan and uh, uh, it just seems like he had one of those knacks of about knowing when to call uh, if you know what I mean it was uh, it just seemed like it was uh, uh, it was just always uh, destined that he would call on those days that I needed to hear a good word from someone uh, and, and Jonathan was a very godly young man and uh, uh, very, uh, very focused on on uh, things that uh, he needed to say, and and I wish you could take time. Uh, even this morning, uh, he was texting me uh, about preaching this morning. I wish you could read my text. I brought my phone so you could see the the pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of text from Jonathan. Uh, and uh, it's not just about Auburn football, uh, which he's a pretty big Auburn football fan. Uh, but it's, uh, uh, it's, it's always something that just really speaks uh, uh, to the, the relationship that he has with God. Uh, and uh, 
he's uh, uh, he's pretty incredible, uh, to be honest. And uh, and and so I, as I began to think about today, and I think about the encouragement that he's given me, he always talked about how much an impact I, I had on his life, and I think I think he had more of an impact on me than I had on him. Uh, and uh, he's actually uh, this year. Uh, is on uh, decided to give up his uh, career and he's uh, 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 taking a position on church staff uh, uh, as their uh, uh, leader of their outreach ministry. It's a pretty large church and that's what he's doing, which is perfect for him because uh, as I read as this morning as I was uh, uh, praying and reading through the the text, it was always things about uh, what we need to be praying about, you know things like, uh, wouldn't it be great if we were as excited about sharing Jesus as we were our football team? Uh, and this is from an Auburn football fan. Uh, wouldn't it be great if we were ex- uh, thinking it was more important about how we love Jesus than who we elect in our political offices? Wouldn't it be great? I mean, all through this. And so uh, just the words of encouragement that he sent to me were, uh, were you know, like I say, not just... Uh, you know, I say just, not just words that made me feel good, but words that made me think. Uh, and, and I think as we think about it, uh, Christian encouragement, you know, it's, it's easy, I think, to walk in and tell somebody, hey, I like your new hairdo, or I like your, your new dress, or that's a pretty good looking a new shirt you got, you know, those type of words of encouragement. But uh, Christian encouragement is a lot more than that. Uh, it's basically looking at what... Uh, going on in someone's life and trying to just share with them things uh, mostly from scripture that uh, that build them up uh, and lead us to to grow in our relationship with Jesus uh, today as we look Hebrews three thirteen uh, says this encourage one another daily as long as it's called today so none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness uh, you know that's a whole lot deeper than telling someone to have a nice haircut uh, that's encouraging someone daily uh, uh, so that they will not be hardened by sin. Uh, you know, in our, in our lives, we go through uh, a lot of different things. You know, and as, and as, I, as I read through those texts that I get from him or those notes that I get from people, or as, as I began to think about uh, the word encouragement, I started looking in Scripture and, and, and began to look in the Bible and, and just see what the, the Bible says about encouragement. And there's, there's verse after verse after verse uh, uh, that's, that's vital to how we live our Christian life. And it's the expression that we have as God's uh, people, uh, how we are supposed to respond to each other. Uh, and, and it gives us strength. It, gives a, it makes our mind uh, clear on things that are important. It makes our, our, our hands and feet inspired to be the hands and feet of Jesus as we work to serve him. You know, encouragement is so important to the life of a church. God doesn't just recommend it. He commands it. Uh, in 1 Thessalonians 4, 18, and in 5, 11, basically it says the same thing. It says, therefore, encourage one another uh, with the words of, of God. Uh, then he says it's so important to encourage one another. Uh, he goes on and so many different times and tells us as believers that we need to encourage each other. And if you remember the context of how uh, what was written in the, the New Testament, as the believers in the New Testament church, they needed words of encouragement because they were living pretty tough lives. Uh, they were living lives of people that weren't like in our world that we live here in America today, that they, they weren't as free uh, to to do the things that we do. Uh, 
It wasn't a popular thing to follow Jesus. It wasn't a popular thing to come to church. They were, they were risking a lot. They were risking relationships with their family and with friends and their business associates, even to the point where some of them risked their lives to serve him. So uh, it's really important for us to understand. So why do we need that as, as believers? Why do we need encouragement? And, I'm, and again, I'm talking about biblical encouragement, encouragement that, that leads us into a stronger relationship with Christ. It's because God commanded it. Uh, and, and in the Gospels, Jesus even encouraged us. He says, in this world, you will have trouble, uh, but take heart because I've overcome the world. That's from John 16, 33. Uh, isn't that a wonderful promise to know that in our world we're going to have trouble, but Jesus has overcome that trouble and overcome the world? Because we live in a broken world. Uh, we, you know, we have broken lives. You know? uh, God calls us to to look around and see uh, people who are broken, it's the people who have needs, and see how we can uh, encourage and build up and love uh, in the church. That's, that's what makes the church such a special place uh, as we gather together. You know, and just looking around, I mean, as, you know, we've been here uh, uh, for several years, and, I, and I've seen some of you guys that have been through some really broken things in your lives. You know, uh, you know there's been... Uh, loss of loved ones, there's been uh, illness, and there's, there's sickness that's going on right now, there's, a, uh, there's family relationship that's, that, that struggles, there's marriages that are in, in trouble, there's trouble with children, there's, a, there's all sorts of things that are happening with health and our businesses and the work that we do, uh, and, and you know, sometimes it can seem overwhelming, uh, but that's our world that we live in, but, but we, you know, we are promised that in Scripture as believers. Uh, in 1 Peter 4.12 it says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trials when it comes to you to test you as though something strange is happening to you. You know, going through the struggles, it shouldn't be a surprise to us as believers. Uh, uh, in John 15.20, uh, the Bible tells us, If they persecuted me, it's Jesus talking, surely they're going to persecute you. Uh, just know that we're going to have those different things. Uh, and it, he goes on to say, and indeed, all of you who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. That's from 2 Timothy. Uh, and there'll be trials. Uh, the book of James tells us to count it all joy, brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds. Uh, so it sounds like a real encouraging message, doesn't it? Uh, uh, but that's the beauty of, of our life in Christ. In the middle of all that, we can be encouraged. Uh, if encouragement is missing, people feel unloved. People feel unimportant. They feel useless. They feel forgotten. Uh, so God knows that we need that grace-filled reminder of His love for us. We need uh, to encourage each other, as it said in Hebrews, every day until Jesus comes again. Uh, so that should be our focus. Encourage daily. Uh, so as I think about that, what is biblical encouragement? Again, as I said earlier, it's not just focusing on someone's haircut or someone's clothes they wear or the car they drive or the different, you know, how good their food tastes. Uh, uh, th those are all fine, but the kind of encouragement we're talking about is scripture-led uh, encouragement that leads to, uh, to us growing in our relationship with Jesus Christ. It's also sharing our hopes and our dreams, and it'll help lift someone to a relationship with Christ. Uh, it's really important that we understand that God puts us in people's lives in a church so that we can in, and build each other up and encourage. Uh, in Colossians 4.8, uh, 
uh, Paul talks about sending uh, someone to the church there. He says, I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are followers of Christ, and he may encourage your hearts. Uh, so we're sent to encourage. We're here so we can build each other up uh, and, and not tear things down. It, it points out to the grace that we have with Christ and, and the life that we should live for him and to see how God is using you and using me to do the things that make a difference in the world. It points a person to God's promises and assures us that even in the middle of strife, in the middle of things that are going on in our life, uh, everything that you face, everything that I face is in God's control. Uh, and we need each other to remind us of that. We need each other to show the love of Jesus uh, through so many different th things. <clears throat> the New Testament uh, tells us so much that it's part of the early church. We'll play a little bit of Bible drill. Uh, if you got your Bible, if you want to look, we're going to flip around quickly in the book of Acts to look at what the New Testament church uh, 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 learned about encouragement and, and heard through Scripture about encouragement. So, uh, so we'll flip around quickly, okay? Uh, first of all, Acts 13, 15. Uh, it says, After reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation for the people, please speak up. Uh, if you have a word of exhortation, speak up. Uh, that's what the, the leaders of the early church said. You know, exhortation, same word that, that means encouragement. So, uh, so if you've got a word of encouragement for somebody that's, that's in your Sunday school class, that's sitting in this room, or somebody from your family, the Bible encourages that we need to speak up. Uh, flip over to verse 1640. It says, after Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them. And then they left. Do you remember the story here? Paul and Silas were in prison. You know, and their prison of their day was not uh, a really good place that you want to be. Uh, I'm sure they were, uh, they were beaten. Uh, they, they, they were going through a lot of struggles. But uh, when they got out of prison, what did they do? They went to the church and they encouraged them uh, about how they lived their life. And then they left uh, after their words of encouragement. Uh, flip over again to verse 18, uh, chapter 18, verse 27. It says, When Apollos wanted to go uh, to Caia, the brothers and sisters encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there to welcome him. And when he arrived, he was a great help to those who by grace he had believed. Uh, Again, he encouraged. Uh, Apollos uh, encouraged. Quickly, verse 20, Bible drill. Uh, start with verse 1 and 2. Uh, this is in Macedonia and Greece. It says, when the uproar had ended, this is after the riot when Paul was preaching the gospel, uh, and, and there was a, a great disturbance. It says, after the uproar had ended, Paul sent for the disciples, and after encouraging them, said goodbye and sent them out for Macedonia. Uh, so when they were going through their struggles, what did Paul do? He encouraged, and then he what? Sent them out. Uh, verse 20, chapter 27, verse 36. This is the Baptist one. It says, they were all encouraged, and they ate some food for themselves. Uh, you know, they gathered together. Again, this is after Paul's shipwreck. Uh, uh, Paul had been shipwrecked, and then he came to the, the church, uh, and, and they gathered together the people who were on board, 
Uh, and in the middle of their struggles, he encouraged them and they ate a meal together. Uh, uh, and, and so it's really important to see that that's just a few words of encouragement that, that's been lifted up through the New Testament, uh, all about the New Testament church in Acts. Uh, and so it's really, really important for us to understand uh, that how essential it is us for us to be that way, to always be lifting up people uh, and with words that, that build up. In Ephesians, it talks about... Uh, uh, the, uh, the role of marriage, but it also compares our marriages to, uh, to uh, the, the role of Christ's relationship with the church. And it, and it says that we're to use words that build up, not words that tear down. Uh, that's just not for uh, our marriages. That's for us as, as believers. Uh, so we need to constantly look for ways to, to build each other up. Uh, then he goes on, and, and we won't have to, to take time to, to, <clears throat> to look up all these, but uh, in the New Testament they, uh, church, they shared scripture that were just covered with words and saturated with words to encourage each other uh, and spurs us on uh, to live our lives. And uh, again, you don't have to look at these, but if, if you want to jot them down, you can look later. In Acts 14, 22, it talks about how we're to spur each other on in our faith that we have in Jesus Christ, uh, that our encouragement comes to build up our faith in Christ. And I don't know about you, but so many times I need to have stronger faith in what Christ is going to do. Uh, in Romans 15, 4, it talks about the hope that we have in Christ. And, and our hope is in Jesus and Jesus alone. And that's how we get through the things that we get through. Uh, it's because of the hope we have. In Romans 15, 5, and in Colossians 2, both of those verses just share about the unity that we need to have in faith. Uh, Brother Jeff's uh, talked a lot recently uh, in the book of Romans. And one thing that is just so exciting to know that as a church we're unified. We're unified in the direction we're going and the things that we're doing. Uh, if you were part of what happened this week on Wednesday night, uh, uh, you saw the church come to together and, uh, and just work really hard to pull off something uh, that was really big for our community with our fall festival. Sydney standing back at the back. You did a great job, Sydney. I want to encourage you on that. So, uh, uh, but uh, it, it was awesome to see the church come together in unity, not so that we could play a bunch of games, so that people could see that part of being <clears throat> the church of Jesus Christ is that we're going to do things... Uh, to, to love on people and show the love of Jesus through the things that we do. Uh, and hopefully as they walked in the door, they saw smiling faces. They saw a church unified. They saw uh, people come together and do the things that, uh, that we had to do, not because it was a festival, it's because that we're believers in Jesus Christ. Uh, and then he goes on in the book of Acts and he talks about we, we encourage each other so that we can have joy, the joy of the Lord. Uh, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength, and that's how we go through things is because we have joy. Uh, and we have joy in spite of the, the circumstances we may go through. You know, again, like I say, looking around, I see people that, that have had struggles. I see people that have had financial issues. I see people that have had marriage issues. I see people that had uh, uh, illnesses and different things that have happened. But you know what? It didn't rob you of your joy because... Uh, uh, that's so important to have the joy of the Lord, but it's part of what we need to be doing as believers to share with each other uh, when we see people that are struggling, that we can help them make sure that they understand truth from Scripture so that they will have the joy of the Lord. He goes on and he talks in Acts 15.32 about the strength that we have, the strength that we join together, 
uh, and the strength that we need to get through those type of things, uh, to get through the trials, to, get, to, to unite together uh, as a strong body of Christ to make a difference in the world that we live in. Uh, in Hebrews 10, 24-25, he talks about the, the fruitfulness that we have because when we join together and we encourage each other and we build each other up, guess what happens? We see the, the, the body of Christ grow. We see people join together. We see new believers. We, people, we see people come to Christ because uh, they see the, the words of encouragement through Scripture from other believers. Uh, in Hebrews 10.25, it talks about the perseverance that we need to have, that we need to keep fighting, we need to keep working, and we need to do the things that we got to do uh, to make a difference in the world that we live in. And that's so important as well, uh, to persevere through the trials that we have. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think makes a difference to, with other people who may be going, people who are not believers that, that see how we as believers persevere, it, it, it's, it helps them to strive uh, toward following Christ because they see that, that, that we make it through the things that are hard, that it's not always easy to be uh, a Christ follower in the world that we live in today. And then finally, in 1 Thessalonians, it talks about Christ's return. It's the thing that we live for. It's the thing that we hope for. It's the thing that, that we get excited about to know that at some point in the middle of everything that's going on, that Jesus is going to come again. And when Jesus comes again, he's going to take us home as believers to be with him forever. And that ought to excite us more than anything else that goes on in our lives uh, to realize that. So all through Scripture in the New Testament, with the New Testament church, it talks about how important it is uh, to be an encourager, uh, to build each other up, to do the things that we need to do. Uh, so today, I hope, uh, as, we, as we gather here today, we hear uh, about uh, not just what the, the Scripture is teaching, but we take it to heart to know that when we walk out these doors, uh, when we go to your Sunday school class, when you look across the room and you see people that need a word from God, you may be the person that has that word. Uh, and it's your command to give them those words, to, to build people up. Uh, it was and it is an essential way for us to show grace, uh, grace in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, and I know some people are just real natural about that. Uh, the text I get from Jonathan every all the time, he's just a natural. That's just part of who he is. Uh, he's an encourager. Uh, there's some of you that are that way, that you always see uh, the good. You always see things that uh, you, you need to say to others. You're always walking around looking for ways to, uh, to tell people uh, about the love of Jesus. There's some of us that probably need to work on it a little bit more. Uh, we need to not focus on the glass half empty, but more the glass half full. Uh, you know, there's, there's not a right way to be an encourager. But today, just uh, in close, I want to just give a few little points about ways that you might can be an encourager. I've already mentioned the text, you know. If you, you know, that you may not be a person that likes the text or email or all that, but, you know, those are important. You might be a card writer. There's a couple of you uh, that are card writers. That, you know what? People love getting cards. You know, I know a couple of you that you do handmade cards. You uh, design your own and send them. You don't know how much that means uh, when people get those cards. I can speak from that uh, personally. When, when you get a card and you, or you get an email, you get a text and you read it and it's, and it, and it's something that builds you up in Christ leadership. It's just, it, it, it's encouraging. Uh, you might be one of those type people. Uh, my dad was an encourager. Uh, he always... Uh, Love to talk about good things. And when uh, after he passed away, we found uh, some things. Uh, 
and I, I went and searched for them. Uh, Janet was out of town, and of course I couldn't find them. I had to wait for her to get back so, uh, uh, to tell me exactly where they were. And so, uh, but anyway, every week, that we found these in his file. Uh, my dad uh, managed a, a state department in, in the state of Louisiana, and every week he sent a, 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 a memo to his staff. Uh, these were his memos. They weren't about what their tasks were for the week. They were like, today could be your last day to prove your love and greatness, so fill it by making it the best day of your life. Uh, love all manners of men, for each has qualities to be admired, even though they may be hidden. Never let your reach exceed your grasp. Good habits are the key to all successes. Bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. If a man with his genius can take leaves, clay, hair, and wood and multiply their value by making silk, castles, raiment, etc., cannot we do the same with the clay that bears our name? And I could just go on and on and on and read all those, but he did that for his office staff every week. Uh, and luckily, he was a pack rat, and he kept everything, and we found these in his drawer. And, and you know, even six years after his death, I still have encouragement from my dad. Uh, knowing that I can read these type of things and know that he built it up. I also have a notebook from my mom. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, words of encouragement uh, that, that, that you read. So write things down. Uh, it may be good for your kids. It may be good for your, your spouse. It may be good for someone that, that just needs to, to see that uh, you can build somebody up through the words that you say or the words that you write. So how do you grow into being an encourager? Just a few practical things. Maybe not biblical things, but practical things. First of all, make it a matter of prayer. Pray that God will make you an encourager. Ask Him to give you a heart that loves others. Uh, and creativity in how to show it. Uh, ask, you to help, ask Him to help you to die to your self-centeredness and put your focus and your desire on, to, on others, to build others up. Because God delights in the ways that we obey his commands, and, he, and how we bless others by telling them about him. Uh, I mentioned Barnabas. Study scripture. Look at Barnabas' life. Uh, look at the book of Acts, especially around chapter 4, where it talks about Barnabas being such a encourager. Uh, his nickname was what? I heard a whisper. Son of encouragement. Wouldn't you like to be known as the son of encouragement? Someone who... When people saw you coming, it brought a smile to their face. Uh, so study that. You know, he's the kind of guy that you want to be around. Pray to ask God to let you be the type of person that people want to be around. Uh, a person of great conviction. A person that understood Scripture. Uh, that had the heart of Barnabas to tell others about uh, Jesus. Make your encouragement a daily discipline. Do you notice the first verse that we read from Hebrews? It said to encourage each other's daily. Didn't say ever so often. It said daily. Uh, uh, as I said earlier, some people it's natural. Others have to work at it. Uh, you know, we all have calendars, maybe on your refrigerator, maybe in your phone. You can write down something and say, encourage somebody today. And every time it goes off, send a note, send an email, make a phone call, walk across the street, uh, make a visit. Uh, Pause, pray, tell somebody about Jesus. Uh, pray for God to show you who needs to be encouraged. 
I think a lot of times we notice when things are going on in somebody's life that's that we know very well, uh, or maybe something that's you know pretty dramatic that we see, uh, and uh, we we notice that. Uh, and in those situations, we lift them up and we pray and we we call, we check on them. But you know, there's a lot of people that have that hidden hurts that walk into church every day, that walk into your Sunday schools every day, and you may not even know it. Uh, but if you pray for God to lead you to that type uh, person, you'd be surprised how many times that he'll open up a door for you to be that, that strong encourager for them, to help them get through maybe something that's going on in their lives that nobody else knows about. So ask God to show you who. Uh, use Scripture. The Bible is so powerful, uh, so powerful. Sometimes all you need to do is just share a word of, of uh, uh, from God's Word, and, and that just brightens somebody's day. You may have a plan. I don't know. Uh, if you're on the Bible app, you get a, a reminder every day that there's a verse of the day you can read. You may need to read that verse and send it to somebody. Uh, it might be you go through the book of uh, Proverbs. Uh, you may read through the book of Psalms. Uh, whatever your go-to is in Scripture, make sure that it's Scripture-led. Uh, the Gospels. Uh, share the Gospel with people. Uh, be specific uh, in what you say to people. You know, that's one thing about, I mean, I really wish in, in some ways I could sit here and read some of these things about what Jonathan has sent to me. Uh, uh, the, it's just a, some things are pretty amazing how open he is uh, about things and and some of the ways he challenges me uh, uh, to make a difference uh, in, in, in others' life because he's always looking for, for those ways. So be specific. Uh, so when you send a note, if you see somebody do something great, if your Sunday school teacher teaches a great lesson, send them a note and say, man, thank you for teaching me that truth from your word. Or if you see somebody serving at the Fall Festival that you've worked alongside of, send them a note, tell them how wonderful it was to see if you see somebody sharing Christ, or if you go visit with somebody uh, and, and they're talking about Jesus, uh, let them know how much you appreciate that. Uh, and with that, regular encourage your teachers, uh, your Sunday school teachers, your deacons, uh, your pastors. I'll throw that plug in. We love hearing encouragement because we don't always hear encouragement. Uh, uh, you know, the people who, uh, who lead your children, the coaches, the the teachers that maybe lead choir and those type of things, send them notes, encourage them, build them up, send them an email, say thank you for sharing Jesus with my children. Uh, and, and pray that God will make the culture of encouragement be a part of our church. Uh, it's part of what we do. Uh, a community that loves each other, that builds each other up, and that we look for tangible ways to, to make a difference in people's lives. And ask God to help you be that person to help fan that flame, to get the fire going so that we can, uh, so that we can help build people up. But don't do it for your own good. You know, if you look in Scripture, it tells you so much we're supposed to do. Uh, in Matthew uh, chapter 6 and in Ephesians chapter 6, both talk about we need to do our, our work before God so that we won't be seen, but so that He'll be seen. So don't make it about yourself. Make it about Jesus. Uh, be wise. Be smart about it. You know, there, there are sometimes uh, we, need to, uh, we need to be really careful uh, of how we encourage so people won't under, misunderstand what we're trying to, to get across. Uh, that, uh, especially in, in the world we live in today with uh, uh, the, the, 
the view and the context of, uh, uh, of, of sexual relationships that are going on. Make sure that you're very careful about how you encourage others uh, in that. And then finally, get started now. You don't have to wait. Uh, you, uh, who can you encourage right now? Uh, uh, who's blessed you recently that you can let them know that right now? Who can you thank? Who can you share a verse with? How might God use that to make a difference in someone's life? Uh, one of my favorite verses, uh, my, my, my favorite book of the Bible, I've said this a lot, is the book of Ephesians. Uh, it just speaks to me in so many different ways. And one of my favorite verses is from Ephesians 3, chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 20 and 21, where it says, He can do amazingly, immeasurably more than we can even imagine. Uh, you know what? The words of encouragement that you give can do more than you can even imagine in somebody's life. So I want to challenge you today. Encourage someone. Encourage them today. Uh, maybe during the invitation, you can pull out your phone. I give you permission and some, send somebody a text. Or you may want to look across the room and walk over there and say, thank you for loving me. Or you may need to come and pray for God to give you someone to encourage. Uh, let's let God work in our lives uh, so that we can make a difference in His kingdom uh, and we can build up the kingdom of Christ uh, in a positive way. Let's pray together. Father God, we just thank you <clears throat> so much uh, for the many blessings that you offer up to us. We thank you, Lord, for the people that you've put into our lives uh, that have made such a difference. Uh, we thank you for our church, a church like, like this that you've brought us to uh, so, that we can, so, so that we can just uh, worship you and adore you uh, and lift you up in all things. And Father, I pray that today, that as we go through this, this, uh, this life together uh, as Parkway Baptist Church, that you'll, that you'll help us all to be an encouragement to others, that you'll help us to look around and see people who have a need uh, that need, might be that they need you. Uh, let us be the hands and feet of Jesus and the voices uh, of Christ as we tell others. And Father, if there's a, someone here today, man, woman, boy or girl, that needs to give their heart over to you or get something right with you, I pray that during this uh, response time that you'll just speak to them and help them to, uh, to turn everything over to you. Father, we love you. And we praise you. In your name I pray. Amen.